So it's four, three, two, one today. So what does that mean to you? I thought you were doing a countdown. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am doing a countdown, but it's like a fun countdown. Because today you, is four, three, two, one. Because you're April. doing that. I'm like, why are you doing a loud countdown? Because it's usually just you telling me to shut up for the first 15 seconds and not say anything. Well, you have to shut up for the first 15 seconds because we have theme music. And it's cute theme music. And I like for people to listen to our theme music and and get some enjoyment and joy out of it as they have reached the Shays Lounge, which we should probably tell them about. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Cricket. And Vaughn. And we're here for another week, and we are sorry that we missed you last week. Um, I don't even know what happened last week. We just got super busy and just neglected to make time in our day for the podcast. Yeah, well, we went out of town to go look at a house, and then when we got back, we were just lazy. Yeah, but but we were we were also... Wore out. I mean, I'm wore out right now, so I don't know how well... This is going to be a lot of you carrying us through on this one. That's okay. Well, I think you carried us on the previous podcast, so I can carry us on this one, so it's okay. Uh, the reason I'm old and fat and all that walking around is not doing me good. We, uh, we went to Canton today, and let me tell you guys, Whoa. Texas has chosen not to participate in COVID anymore. <laughs> There's a few people, not many. We were one of very, very few people I would that say, was wearing masks. Well, because I can remember when the first time we went back to Canton after COVID, we were talking about how we were actually surprised at how many people were wearing masks. Right. This time, out of the thousands and thousands of people that were there, I'd say maybe 1% to 2% were wearing masks. Pro- if that. Yeah, if that. I mean... Just text you know, Governor Abbott, the dumbass, <clears throat> decided that it was a good idea to go ahead and open up Texas. And when he did that, everybody just took that as, oh, you can just do whatever you want and COVID is over. And, and of course, we all know that that's not the case. COVID is not over. COVID is far from over. We're getting better because now we've got vaccines going in arms. Yeah, you know, we almost hit like 4 million the other day. Yeah. 4 million vaccines in one freaking day. Yeah. What is so crazy is that Biden said he wanted to do a hundred. Was it a hundred million, million in his first in his hundred first days? Hundred days. People made fun of him for it. But he's now saying he wants to do two hundred million in his first hundred days, and, he, and, he, and he's on pace to get more than that. Yeah, nuts. Just, he got the hundred in like his first fifty, his fifty third or fifty fourth day. They got it. And Trump is out there going, "Oh well, you know." You need to be remember the guy who got you there with warp speed. He if he would come out and tell his followers take the vaccine and really take credit for it. This is a good thing that he did. This is one of the good things that he did with his presidency. He initiated warp speed. But that's such a, such a stupid and, name. But but if he but if he would get out there and say yes, this is something I did you know, to, to help the, the country and vaccines are good, but he just can't help himself. He's got to sit there and talk crap about Biden and just try to throw a monkey wrench in the works. And now all of his little redneck followers are, are refusing to... He's just doing everything he can to make sure he stays relevant. Yeah, he is. He, he sends out... The, okay, so, so he's banned off Twitter and he's banned off Facebook and he's banned off Spotify and like all these, these places he's banned. 
nobody's stopping him from making a website, which is the newest thing he's decided to do. He's, he's going to make his own website. He's basically got like a little GoDaddy DonaldTrump.com website. Yeah, it, it's it's hilarious. Fitting. It's like under construction and whatnot. But he releases these memos, quote, from the desk of Donald J. Trump, the 45th president of the United States, on like official letterhead with like a presidential looking seal and everything. But they're just, they're tweets. Mm -hmm. They're tweet length. And they're these rambling little messages like he's it, the last one that he released the other day. Did you see it? No. Okay, so it had something. I, I wish I could remember what he said, but it was something about how uh, the election was stolen and Biden is a, is sleepy Joe Biden is a liar and just all this stuff. Da, da 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 da. One thing after another. It was exactly tweet length. And then at the very end, he said, "So anyway, happy Easter." <laughs> I mean, it was just. It was so you know, dumb. It's it's way past the point. I, I'm not surprised by anything that he does anymore. Let me see if I can find it. I mean, it's just it's like there's just so many of them in a competition right now, trying to see who can out dumb another one. Oh oh oh. Okay, here here it is. <clears throat> Statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States, dated April the second, 2021. Why is it that every time the capital letters 2020 election fraud is discussed. The fake news media consistently states that such charges are baseless, unfounded, unwarranted, etc. Question mark. Sadly, there was massive fraud in the 2020 presidential election, and many very angry people understand that. With each passing day, and unfortunately for the radical left, capital letters, crazies, more and more facts are coming out. Other than that... Happy Easter. That was an actual thing that he sent out that he said. <laughs> He's an absolute lunatic. <laughs> He's an absolute lunatic. But I don't want to talk about Donald Trump anymore. I don't either. I really don't. So we had a lot of fun in Canton today. Yeah. There weren't as many vendors there today, which I, I imagine it's, I mean, it's Easter weekend, so that's probably why there weren't as many vendors there today. Um, there were a lot of people there today, but just not as many vendors. Yeah, there's a crap ton of people there. We met um, the, uh, I'm, I actually am not 100% sure she's the lady we got Drax from, but she could be. But uh, Drax, our, our French Mastiff, yeah. uh, we met the lady that we think bred him and sold him to us. Yeah. And, yeah, she wants pictures of him. So you're going to have to send him pictures. Yeah. Or send her pictures of him. I will. I'll have to get some of him. Because, like, uh, my buddy of the day was wanting <clears throat> wanting to see him. And I was like, man, I don't have any pictures of him on my phone. I've got pictures of him. I've got pictures of him on Instagram. Oh, okay. He's a very photogenic dog. Those, I love those big those brown eyes, man. That's so cool. They're not brown, though. They're amber. Or amber, yeah. Yeah, they're amber. They're like these, you look into them and they just go on forever. He's he's got very soulful eyes. He's uh, you know I don't I don't know if you guys remember Turner and Hooch. That's a movie from the eighties, but but he's one of those dogs, and they've got just the most beautiful amber amber eyes. Speaking of uh, it, it, the, that big dog that we saw that kind of looks like mm -hmm. him, was it a cane? It wasn't a cane or so. Cane, yeah, it's called a cane corso. 
Corso. Okay. I just looked. I thought about it just now, and I looked it up, and I saw a picture of him, and that's almost exactly what that dog looked like. Except it didn't have the clipped ears. Yeah. Yeah, the only difference was it didn't that have clipped ears. That was a cane ears. Corso. Yeah. Those cane Corsos are pretty. They kind of look like Frenchies, French Mastiffs, but um, but but just a, a little um, a little meaner. They look like a French Mastiff, but meaner, I think. And they can get freaking massive. Yeah. Yeah, they can. We saw a lot of dogs. I almost rage bought a dog today. I didn't have a specific dog in mind, but when I get mad about something, I, I like rage buy things. It's, hey, I'm happy. That's like two trips in a row we made it to Canton and back without buying another dog. Three. Three? Yeah. Oh, three. Okay, my three bad. Three, yeah. That's good, because we're, we're actually in the process. Okay, so have some news um, for our loyal listeners out there. They know where I work, even though I've never said the name of where I work. But we have a <coughs> division for car sales. And they've been kind of courting me off and on for like the last, what, like eight months? I'd say at least six months. Talking to me about maybe coming over to car sales, you know, just kind of maybe making a little money. Well, I'm going Wednesday to do a walkthrough to see if it's something I really want to do. And I'm pretty sure it is. And if it is, we're going to be moving. And we're going to be moving into a rent house. And we can't take five dogs with us. <laughs> so we're having to figure some stuff out quickly. Um, we will still own all five dogs. We're just trying to figure out if maybe some, some friends of ours can just kind of dog sit them for us. Yeah. Till we can get into a more permanent location that's not a rent house. So... Anyway, that's happening. And that's very exciting. I'm very excited about this. I'm excited for the potential that there is there. Oh, yeah, because the the girl that sold the most cars this last month, they were saying, oh, yeah, she probably made $15,000 in bonuses. Bonuses. Not just her salary. $15,000 in a month in bonuses. I want a piece of it. Because I can do at least half that Is it that bonuses work. or is it in commissions? Co- commission. Yeah, it's commissions. Okay. You know, car sales commissions. You get... I got you. Yeah. Because you, you get like a flat salary. Because you keep calling it bonuses. And I'm like, it's not bonuses. It's commissions. I, I mean, it is. It is, but it isn't. It, they have a weird structure over there. Okay. They have an excellent corporate structure and they give you the tools to be your own boss. So if you guys know where that came from, you'll know who I work for. <laughs> I said that, I said that to somebody the other day, and they didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> I'm like, man, you never watched the movie Step Brothers. That's a great movie. He tries to beat the, beat his stepbrother with a bike. <laughs> boats and hose. <laughs> Saw somebody wearing a shirt like that at Canton today, and the boats and hose shirt. <laughs> boats and hose. <laughs> <clears throat> um, oh, and on the way to Canton, our son, the youngest one, was giving us facts. And uh, rapid fire. I mean, just like yeah. one fact right after the other. We would get done, you know, talking about one fact and he would just wait or, for a pause. Or if we just took a pause and talking for like a split second, he's already rambling off the next one. Which it was great. You oh, know, yeah. It, it made it, the trip go by fast. It made the trip go by so fast. And we, we had so much to talk about. And it was just, it was like doing one of our podcasts. You know, he was just yeah. like throwing a topic out there and we'd talk about it for five minutes. And that, we, that even came up because I was telling him, so this is almost like the way we do our podcast because we, 
we we've tried to structure thing and it just doesn't work for us because we, we do too many rabbit, rabbit holes and tangents and I and I told him I said that's exactly how we do it because he would talk about something and we would talk about that and it would just lead on to something totally completely different and after a while we were like where did this one start at <laughs> I'm actually thinking about re rejiggering the the podcast and maybe archiving this one and creating a new one under a new name something along the lines of rabbit trails yeah you know because that's that's what this podcast is is just rabbit trails just rabbit trails we just go off on these weird little tangents because we're both ADD and we see a squirrel we got to talk about it right and you know but it's but it's fun you know we we don't like the structure we don't like you know it just it doesn't work for us but excuse me while I take a, br- a drink of my giant beer <laughs> My giant beer's gone. I'm on to my other one already. We did that thing where you go to a convenience store to get gas, and we, like, bought the... How, how many? Bought a 40. This isn't a 40. What it's is not. this? How, it's one of those big, giant cans of beer. Big old can it's like of a 20, like a 24-ounce. I, I don't know what, how many big it is. It it's got to be a 24-ounce. But it's, it's just a, one of those big, giant cans of Bud Light, and I've been working on it here for a minute. Oh. The youngest son and I um, had a really long discussion about alcohol last night. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, he was asking if we were alcoholics because we drink beer all the time. But we don't. We just drink beer on the weekends. I drink beer one day a week. Yeah, and that's what I told him. He's like, well, every time we go to Walmart, y'all buy beer. I was like, yeah, for the weekends. <laughs> I, I drink beer one day a week. I was like, if Dad drank the number of beers during the week that he drinks on the weekends... Yeah, he'd be an alcoholic. Right. But, I drink that much every day. <laughs> but once a week? Mm-mm. Say Saturday nights is... That is Vaughn night. Tipsy podcast night that turns into drunken black ops or drunken zombies. One of the two. <laughs> We're having more fun playing zombies lately. It's a lot oh, of fun. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go fire up my sativa after a while and, and watch some cartoons and journal. Oh, speaking of... Um, there's a page in my journal I need you to look at because it was very worrying to me. Okay. Because the other night I got a little inebriated and wrote in it. And when I read it sober, I was like, huh, I didn't know that was in me. <laughs> I got you. So I, I want you to look at it and, and don't freak out because I, I have discussed this with my therapist and she said it was nothing to worry about. Okay. But we were both surprised that it was in me. So... Yes, it's it's an interesting page of my journal. I have I got I got a, a journal from uh, Pilgrim Soul that and it's and the tagline is use this when you're high, and they're saying high off a of runner's high or high on life or you know use it when you're high. So um, it's like a a creative journal where um, it gives you prompts of things to do like. Here are some products. Come up with a tagline for them. Act like you're an advertiser. Machetes. What would your tagline for machetes be? What would your tagline for blueberries be? You know, just stuff like that. Um, draw a doodle and then turn it into a bird. Or draw like a squiggly, you know, like a like a just a, a circular doodle and then turn that into a bird. And see what you come up with. Just stuff like that. It's just it, it's interesting. It's it's a fun little journal to to write in. Okay. But, um, but yeah, one of them was, um, you're supposed to finish the sentence, a relationship is like, 
and then it'll give you a relationship is like a motorcycle. And then you have to say why. And all of those things... If you don't use safety gear, then there's too many of you. You can't ride on a motorcycle no more. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, But yeah, I want you to look at that page and... And you'll you'll be aghast the way I was when I read it. I was like, huh? aghast like when we saw what our kid wrote on our little whiteboard. Oh my god, that was so funny! So we came through the house this morning. <laughs> tell them what we saw. Well, we have this whiteboard up that we have like you know, to do list and different things like that, grocery shopping list, reminders and stuff. And I saw by, and I walked by and I just started laughing because he drew a smiley face, and then above it he drew some hearts. And then put MILFs. Am I right? <laughs> M-I-L-F-S. MILFs. Am MILFs. I right? Am I right? And I just went, what? <laughs> and I was like, uh, come here. And he's like, what? I was like, you know what that means, right? So, well, I looked it up and it says an attractive older person. <laughs> An attractive older woman, usually with children. Yeah. And I went, uh, sort you of. Know what MILF actually stands for? <laughs> and he's like, well, no. And I told him. And they're like, and then he was like, Oh my gosh! <laughs> so just to mess with them, I drew on there too with a little arrow and put your mom. <laughs> and like, he's like, "That's gross." That was funny. Um, I can't believe we put milks. Am I right? <laughs> we had some interesting discussions in the truck on the way to Canton this morning, based on the facts that our youngest son was throwing out at us and the interesting things. And one thing we got on was we were talking about a paramecium that has a disappearing butt. Right. Is it a paramecium? So, some, some type of organism that has a disappearing butt. That was the headline of the little section of the article that he read. Paramecium has disappearing butt. Well, in my mind, I'm thinking, you know what plankton from, from, uh, from Spongebob looks like? Vaguely, I don't really. Want okay, so he, so he's a, he's a, he's a, he's, he's, he's a plankton, and he's got one eye, and he's got two little legs, and he's got a little butt that comes out, and that's what I'm imagining is that little thick butt that he's got, right? On this paramecium or whatever it was he was talking about. That's what that's in my head. That's what I'm seeing, and then he reads the article, and it's talking about the anus goes away, like it. Like it just disappears in, you know, and, and, and then when it is necessary, it comes, it reappears. So it's a weird little animal or sea creature or whatever it is. So then we got to discussing the difference between the word anus and the word butt and the word ass. And are we talking about like when you're talking about a disappearing butt, are you talking about like the butt, like the grabby part? Are you talking about the anus that's disappearing and why, you know, like, is the whole butt, like, does that include the anus? Does it, you know? <laughs> yeah, that, it got pretty in-depth. And, and it, we were trying intense. to figure this out. And so we figured out that you probably do want to separate those two out. Because if you pat somebody on the butt and say, good game, that's, that's one, thing. one thing. But if you pat somebody on the anus and say, good game, that's a completely different thing. in their, in their anus, I mean, yeah. Then... They may not be your friend anymore after that, and they may file charges on you. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we also decided that the term butthole is an objectively much funnier, funnier term yeah. 
than asshole because asshole it, it kind of has kind of a mean connotation you know kind of angry like you're calling somebody an asshole and you know you're mad at them and they're they're being a jerk or whatever but you call somebody a butthole it's funny yeah it's a, it's a butthole quit being a butthole right you know it's got not, a more joking context to it yes yeah. it's just it's objectively a funnier word yeah i agree okay so, so there, there's where we landed on those things. Yeah, we it, it, oh, we went off on all kinds of tangents. <laughs> that was such a weird car ride. And I eventually had to tell him, so, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're enjoying this, but, you know, after we get off on our rabbit trail and we finish, you, you got to give me a couple seconds to kind of decompress and get ready for the next one. Let me take a breath before you like, throw that next back. As soon as we at. would pause, he's already throwing out the next one, and I was just like... <gasps> Like trying to come up out of the water for air, you know. I'm like, oh, hang on. He, he literally would wait for a break between words, and then, <laughs> and then he up. would start another fact. It's <laughs> so funny, well, but we really loved it. Interesting, yeah. I it mean, was, it, it was, it, it was a really like, interesting. Next thing you article. know, we were we were already in Canton because he yeah. kept us busy the whole time. Yeah, it was great. So um, there's a bunch of stuff that's been going on. One thing we talked about too: the All Star Game is moving out of Atlanta. Y'all, because we want to talk about baseball. So yay. Um, so the all-star game is moving out of, um, Atlanta. And the reason they're moving is because of the new voter law that was just passed. passed. And though this is one of those weird situations where you know how you have to create a law and you file the law and the house of representative votes on a law and then it goes to the Senate and then they reconcile the law and then it goes back to the house if it needs any changes and then goes back to the Senate and then it goes to the governor or the president, or how, but those—that's how the—that's how the, the laws. And typically, that process will last weeks if you're lucky, because it's just the reconciliation process between the bills in the House and the bills in the Senate. And everybody gets what they want, and people, you right. know, compromise, and it's a, it's a it's a big process. So you're looking at days and weeks. This um, voter law that was passed in Georgia. Um, went from the House to the Senate to the governor's office in a day. One day. One day. Um, and it is um, fixing a problem that Brian Kemp, the the governor of Georgia, said that didn't exist. Right. Because there was no voter fraud. He, he is on the record saying that there's no voter fraud in Georgia in the 2020 election. So what problem is this fixing? Oh, so he wants people to have faith in the election process again. It's like, well, they had it until y'all were telling them that it was wrong. Right, until Trump, you know, showed his ass and everything. But um, because of this voter law that's doing things like restricting drop boxes, forcing you to have um, a, a... You have to send a photocopy of your ID along with your um, mail-in ballot... And your driver's license number along with your mail-in ballot. And if you get the wrong, if you if the number's messed up, like you looked on the wrong place on your license and wrote down the wrong number, um, you know, they'll reject that ballot. Um, so it, it's, it's tightening down restrictions on who can vote, where they can vote, how often they can vote. Or not how often, but, you know, like what the hours Time that frame. they can vote. Um, the drop boxes used to be in open areas like, uh, like mailboxes. You know, and there was laws. You, you, they had to be watched by a cam, monitored by a camera. You know, things like that, so that they didn't get broken into. Um, but they have restricted it to one voter drop box per county, which is nuts. And they have to be inside. So if they're inside a business that closes at five o'clock in the afternoon, 
You can't get in there to do it. Anyway. Can't get in there to vote. There's a lot of people that work shift hours. They're not available between the hours of nine to five or whenever this business is open. And if they want to vote at midnight before the election, they don't have the opportunity. And that may be the only time they can vote. Yes. Uh, well, no. <laughs> so the oldest, the oldest boy uh, just wrote on the board, government sucks, be an anarchist. I agree with half that. <laughs> How about government sucks, fix it? There's nothing wrong with fixing it. Yeah. Well, being an anar anarchist is a lawless hellscape. I don't want to live in Mad Max. And neither do you. Hey, go away. <laughs> yeah, but um, we're doing the podcast right now, so I will talk with you about it later. I know. If you mow tomorrow, I'll give you some money. How much money do you need on your card? Okay. I'll, I'll give it to you in a little bit. Let us finish. Okay. All right, go. Um, so, because of this voter law, there are 400 and change bills across the United States in like 47 states that are being put out there that are going to restrict voting access. 43 states, last I heard. Yeah, 43 states. So, um, they're going to restrict access to voting. Uh, including a bunch in Texas that are going to restrict access to voting. So basically what happened is, and these are all Republican-led legislatures that are doing this. What happened is they lost in 2020 and then said, crap, we can't allow that to happen again. We're just going to restrict how people can vote. And it's going to disproportionately affect minorities, shift workers, and poor people. Yeah, and then they signed it with six white dudes standing behind him with a painting of a slave-ran plantation on the wall. Yeah. Well, I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better picture of what's wrong with every with all of this. So, so yeah, so because of that, All-Star Game is not going to be in Georgia anymore. Right. Now, Stacey Abrams and John Ossoff and um, Reverend War Warnock... Are that's really loud. Okay, they are all doing what they need to do to protect their constituents by saying, "Please don't boycott us. Please don't remove the All Star Game from the states." But they have to say that because the All Star Game brings a lot of tourism, brings a lot of dollars to Atlanta. What is that that I hear? Why do you have a dog in here? Okay. Um, but it brings a lot of uh, money to the state. And so in order to protect their constituents, they have to take that tack. They have to say, please don't leave. Yeah. But intellectually, they agree with it. Oh, yeah. What is, that is not the dog. That's not the dog. What is that? Oh, there's something on the front porch. Go see if the cat has something. Oh, gosh. I bet she caught something. But... um. But anyway, I don't know where it's coming from. It's a squeaking noise. We'll check in there. And get eaten? <laughs> anyway, there's a lot is of dead air here. Fan squeaking? I don't know. I don't know what it is squeaking. Check out on the front porch. Oh gosh. Yeah, I don't know what it is. You may have broken that front por the, the front porch fan when you hit it with the... It's not that. 
We don't know what it is. There's something squeaking out there, and we can't figure out what's squeaking. <laughs> if I don't come back in 10 minutes, just wait longer. Just wait longer. Um, okay, so All-Star Games moving out of Atlanta. Oh, the Astros won their first two games. Scored 17 freaking runs in their first two games. And Bregman hit a home run in the first game and a home run in the second game. Yep. And what were you saying about, uh, was it was it Brantley or uh, Alvarez? It was, it was Brantley. Brantley. Has hit a home run in each of the last three opening day games that he has played with the Astros. I think he was out there on the, I think he was on the front porch and like when I went out there it stopped. So okay. There, there was probably an animal out there. It's fine. Okay, so um, I'm super proud of the Astros. Apparently, the Braves are looking like trash this season. So I don't know what's going on there. So we may be rooting for the Astros and, you know, like nobody else this season. We got to root for the Braves, though. They need somebody to root for them. Uh, Astros are now 3-0. and And they have scored... 26 runs in their first three games because, again, today they beat the A's yet again and they beat them today 9-1. to Holy moly, they're coming out of the gate hot. I like it. And, you know, for them to be able to come out of the gate this hot after having the whole cheating scandal thing and people going, oh, when they're not cheating, they're not doing as well because they didn't have all that great of a season last year. But there's, they're, I mean, they're on pace to do really amazing things this season. So we'll just have to see. So that's, yeah, 26 runs in three freaking games. And you guys know that um, last year when uh, Vaughn was over the road uh, as a truck driver, um, I used to call him at night, and it was one thing that we used to do. I would sit and I would watch the playoff games, and we would be on the phone together. And then I would just call the games for him, you know, as as, as I ball. as I was watching them. Call. And, and I'm not great at calling the games. But, <laughs> you got but a was, lot better. I, I did get a lot better by the by the time the the final game rolled around. But you know, it was it was a lot of fun because we had a lot of time on the phone and we got to talk and it was just like being in the same room together and you know it was just it was a, a nice little thing that we could do when we were so far apart. Well, this year, guys. Vaughn has told me he doesn't want me to call the games. He's going to listen to them on the radio because apparently I'm so bad at it that I was ruining the experience for him and he would rather listen to a professional a, a professional call the games. I'm going to lose that way. I kind of know what's going on. <laughs> That's harsh gonna but go, fair. Are gonna go to bed tonight. Be all right in your bed. I know, probably. That's okay. That was, that was a lot. You know, please... Hey, honey, I know you want to be in here with us, but you're not loud enough to be heard. If you're going to talk, talk. Sit down and talk. Speak up. <laughs> so the Astros won their first three games. Bregman is... Whoo! Bregman and Verlander, my two favorite players. Oh, and Altuve. I like Altuve because he's so tiny, but he just swings for the fences Every time yeah, he, he, don't, gives, he don't get cheated on many swings. That's no, for sure. he. I mean, he's he swings out of his shoes every single time he swings at that ball. It's crazy. Um, so we talked about the voter suppression laws. 
Um, oh, talking yeah, about those voter suppression laws, man. There's a lot of big companies coming out speaking against it now. Yeah, Coke, Coke, um, American Airlines, Delta, mm-hmm. Microsoft, MLB, and te- Texas is threatening all of those companies that if they boycott the state of Texas because of the voter suppression laws, they're going to remove their tax breaks. Now, does that not tell you that capitalism is broken? That they're not willing to allow a private company to make a decision based on the will of the people without some kind of weird, asinine con- you know, consequence for it. A punishment for it. They're, they're like, well, that's a nice tax break. Be a shame if something happened to it. Well, it's like as soon as Delta spoke out against Georgia. Yeah, Georgia removed their tax breaks. Their tax breaks off of the, the fuel tax mm-hmm. breaks that they were getting. But what's interesting about all these companies that are coming out and doing the right thing for once, all of them are big enough to absorb this crap. And every single one of them can sit back and take a hit for a minute off those taxes and come back stronger than ever with some really loyal followers. Mm -hmm. Because they have made the decision, like Nike made the decision, that these Trump-following rednecks over here are not a big enough subset for them to be worried about. Yeah. And they want to be on the right side of history. That's what's important to them in this moment. Now, it may not be next week, but in this moment, they want to be on the right side of history. They want people being on the right side of history. <laughs> Remember that place that had the sign up that says, please don't use our tiki torches for your racist shit? Yeah. That was uh, Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> don't use our tiki torches for your racist shit. When the Nazis were coming out. And yeah, holding their damn tiki holding torches. Holding their tiki torches. Idiots. So stupid. But talking about sports, we were talking about sports a second ago. At work, I am in a um, March Madness bracket challenge, yeah. which I don't follow basketball. When's the last time we watched a basketball game? Have we ever, since we got married, watched an entire basketball game? Ever? No. In the history? Nope. Never. And I don't know if I've ever sat down and watched a basketball game. It's just, like, I used to play when I was in junior high, but I was terrible at it. And, you know, I can sink a three, if it, it, but it'll take me a minute. And I can sort of do free throws, and I can play basketball if you need me to play basketball. But I'm going to be really slow. It's going to look like a turtle running through peanut butter. But, yeah, and I know who Michael Jordan is, but I got roped into this bracket because it's a $200 grand prize at the end if, you're, if you win. I was like, that's free money. And the last time I played fantasy football, I made it to the playoffs. I didn't win in the playoffs, but I beat everybody else. And I just did a random draft. So I was like, hey, you know what? Worked before. I'll do it again. See what happens. So I was just randomly going through, choosing stuff. Well, Vaughn set me straight because I had Gonzaga losing in the in the first round because I didn't yeah. know who they were. And I was like, well, you know, I'm expecting this to be an upset. You know, da 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 well, he's like, no, you have to have Gonzaga go all the way because they're they're like the most dominant team right now. You need to you need to put them first. I said, okay, fine, Gonzaga to win. So went back through, rechanged my my bracket. So now I have Gonzaga and Baylor on my bracket in the in the final game on Monday. Baylor just won their game in the final four, so they're going Monday. Gonzaga is playing UCLA tonight, and whoever wins that goes up against Baylor. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Gonzaga, so I picked the final two. I mean, it should be Gonzaga? 
It's going to be Gonzaga. But that's that UCLA team that they should not be where they're at right now. They they've already beat teams they should not have beaten. Mm, that's true. And, and when you, you know, get hot hands, Gonzaga may trip. We'll just have to it see. It don't take much of a stumble when you're playing against a team that's got hot hands all over it. But I did at least got Baylor correct and could still end up, you know. I, right now I'm in fourth place in my bracket, which I'm not going to get the 200 bucks. But fourth place is a lot higher than I thought I'd be. Right. That's pretty good. So we'll see. We'll see who wins tonight. We'll see who goes to play Baylor on Monday. I think it's going to be Gonzaga. I think they're going to go all the way. Gonzaga's probably going to win out of the two, but I did pick Baylor to win, so we'll see. So that's my sports news for the night. <laughs> and sporting news. <laughs> and now, the weather. It's raining. <laughs> it's raining sideways. <laughs> um, I just I want to check something. Oh, I bought Bitcoin the other day, and I was going to show you this on the app. I, I put in like 50 bucks towards Bitcoin. I've already made $6. So I was like, six dollars yeah. in the first day. Yeah, I was like, sweet. Let's keep this up. So let's see, where am I at? Oh, I'm in third place on my on my bracket. I just checked it. I moved up. That's good. And I've got the potential. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I might I might do well in this in this. I might get it. You never know. First one of those things I ever did in my life was my junior year in college, and I won it, and everybody got mad because <laughs> I was just picking the names that looked cool. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of that's kind of how I picked the brackets. I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna pick Texas," and "Ooh, I'm gonna I mean, pick I Texas." Did, I, but I, I did look at the rankings. Like, I'm not gonna say that a 16 is gonna be a one or something like that. You know, well, I, yeah, I, I, I did those, but when there was like a like a 15, eight, eight and 12, and I'm like, yeah, I think that 12 is gonna pull it off, and I picked the 12. I'm like, ooh, that 12 is going to beat this four. They're going to be on, on a roll. Ooh, now they got to play the two. Nah, they're going to leave this one. <laughs> and I, I ended up getting like, I had the final, I had the Elite Eight all correct. Mm-hmm. And I had three of them correct in the final four. I had the championship game correct and the winner correct. Mm-hmm. So well, see, as it stands right now, I have the potential to end up in second place on my bracket. I'm probably not going to win it because my points are too low. I have the potential to score 1,220 points across the entire bracket. The guy who's going to beat me has the potential to score 1,330. So if his pick wins over my pick, or if we pick the same, and he wins. then he wins. The only way you're going to win is if he picks Gonzaga... Or Gonzaga, and you pick Baylor, and Baylor wins. Yeah, you can still beat him potentially. Yeah, but but right now he's got more potential points than I have. Right. So, well, but you know what? We'll see. Never know. We'll see. There, weirder things have happened. Weirder things have happened. Okay. Um. Let's see. I don't want to talk about the Chauvin the Chauvin trial because I have not been able to bring myself to watch it. Just couldn't do it. I've seen clips on the news. Yeah, I mean, I, I listen to what they talk about it at night, and the only thing that really has stood out to most to me is how two police supervisors have come out and said, "Yeah, he was wrong." Mm-hmm. One of those 
like, there were four police officers there when Floyd died. One of them was on his third shift. Like, it was day three for him. He had just been hired. Oh, wow. I don't blame him for anything that went down. He does not need to be blamed for anything. A third-day guy is not going to tell a 12-year guy, hey, don't stop do what you're doing. Yeah. He's, he's not going You're not to. going to. You cannot blame that guy, that kid. I, I felt I felt horrible, though, thinking about the, the, the kid that was working in the store. His boss. Because he was just like, he said, I feel so guilty. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, well, why do you feel guilty? He said, all this would have, could have been avoided if I'd have just said, nah, man, and gave him the $20 bill back mm-hmm. and told him to leave. Mm-hmm. But that guy's boss is the one who told him to call the cops about the $20 bill. That guy's boss refused. Because the kid the kid took the $20 bill and the boss was like, oh, that's fake or whatever. And the kid was like, just take it out of my check. It's fine. It's 20 bucks. I'll cover it. And the boss was like, no, you need to call the cops on the guy. It's, you know, you need to get him taken care of. And that got him, that, that action is what got Floyd killed. Yeah, because he went out there twice to talk to Floyd to get him to come back in. Yeah. And, you know, they're trying to say, hey, kiddo. They're trying to say, they're trying to, the defense is trying to turn this into a trial about Floyd and not about Chauvin. Well, that's just like um, with this one guy that was a lawyer. He was saying that, Lawyer, lawyering 101 uh-huh. is what you learn is if the facts aren't on your side you flip the script you you, you attack the person like mm-hmm. if you're the process you're the defense and the facts are not on your side you attack the character of the victim you, you attack the, the character of that person yeah well what they're doing is they're trying to say that George Floyd had enough drugs in his system that he was currently in the middle of an overdose and that's why he died now if I have terminal cancer and the cancer is actively killing me and I walk across the street and a bus hits me the cancer is not what killed me it doesn't matter what drugs Floyd had in his system. The knee to his neck is what killed him. Well, even if, and, I, and I've been thinking about this a lot, even if the knee on his neck had zero to do with killing him. Mm-hmm. Say that, let's just say they say, well, I wouldn't put in pressure on him. I just had a, just enough pressure to keep him in place. Mm-hmm. <coughs> So even if it's not, once you get someone in handcuffs, they are 100% your responsibility. Mm-hmm. He was holding him on the ground there. Even Like I said, even if the knee had nothing to do with it, and the guy did die by, he started hyperventilating because he was freaking out from mm-hmm. an overdose or whatever. <clears throat> once you have them in the cuffs and you're holding him there, and you see that he's not being responsive. You need to stop what you're doing. He should immediately roll him over, checked his pulse, and start doing compression. Well, they. S- but what did he do? That very show of dominance over him mm-hmm. by sitting there, keeping his knee on him, and the way he was just kind of sitting there, looking around with his hands in his pockets. Mm-hmm. 
that showed you like he when he put his hands in his pockets like that that showed me he's like he, he don't give a shit about what happens to that dude and the firefighter that was the the emt yeah. kept telling him i'm an emt let me check his pulse and they refused to let her touch him they refused to let her come anywhere near they refused to let her render aid that's her job is to render aid in situations like that yeah. the mma fighter one of the witnesses that was there was an MMA fighter and kept telling Chauvin, you have him in a bullshit hold. You are killing him. We can't do that in MMA because it will kill people. He kept telling him that. And, and, and the guy didn't listen to him. He said, you know, if they wouldn't have had guns on them, he said, I, I'd have probably beat the shit out of all three of them cops mm-hmm. to save his life. Mm-hmm. Now, the other two cops that were sitting over there, that had more days than this little third day kid. They should have spoke up. They should have spoke up. Absolutely. But Chauvin outranked all of them. And you're not going to you're not going to talk like that to a superior. You're just going to let him do what he what he do. That was probably his training officer. Mhm. Probably exactly right. Because one of the things they said that they'll the defense guy said they'll show that how he only acted in the way that he was trained and different stuff like that. Then we need to change the training, buddy. That supervisor goes, no, we weren't trained them. We didn't train them to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't train them to kill people. Did not train them to do that. And, and you know, and I can understand kneeling on his back for a few minutes and getting him under control because he was resisting. Floyd was resisting arrest, a hundred percent, absolutely. But once you have him on in handcuffs and on the ground, he's not going to do any damage to you. Contain the situation well, and then stop what you're doing. Well, the, the the rule is you only take someone to the ground to get them in restraints. Mm-hmm. And once they're in restraints... You're supposed to pick them back up. Yeah. I mean... You're not supposed to keep them on the ground. Vaughn was a prison guard. They taught him how to, number one, de-escalate situations, which they're clearly not teaching the cops in Minneapolis. And then number two... Hold them till you got them. And once you got them in restraints, they're got. <laughs> yeah. You, you only supposed Just, to take them. And now, now, granted, that one time I did take an inmate down to the ground that did have restraints on. But that's because my captain behind me told me to. <laughs> yes, but you took him down, but you didn't also continue. No, we, we I, I took him down. And, and, then, and that was enough. Yeah, and we, we kind of... And and we held him on the ground for a few for a few seconds at least, mm-hmm. but we didn't hold him face down. Once we got him down, and we got him to calm down, mm-hmm. or actually even before we got him to calm down, we actually had him rolled over onto his side. Mm-hmm. Because if you're if you got your hands behind your back and you're getting pressure on your chest, it's hard mm-hmm. as shit to breathe. Yeah, you can't breathe. Yeah. And so you roll them onto their side because because it it, it, uh, it frees up their 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 yeah. Air, Airways. Airways. Sorry. Yeah, opens up their airways. (laughs) Okay. Um, So I don't want to talk about that anymore because it's awful and Chauvin is going to get off because that's what happens in this country. He's not going to go to prison for this. He's going to be found not guilty or whatever. Or they're going to give him a lesser charge and it's going to be absolute bullshit and there's going to be rioting in Minneapolis. You mark my words. I have said it today on 4321. Okay. Um, But what was the other thing I wanted to talk about? Oh, <laughs> I just love how that will, the whole mail with Gates now. Oh my God, Gates! 
Put, <laughs> We're going there. And how he put Tucker on the spot. <laughs> okay, so because they said that's the way of saying that he said somebody was saying that is the broadcaster's way of saying someone just lied on my show. So because he said, "Can I finish before you start talking?" Well, I was gonna say start from the beginning. About how uh, he said that's how that's how a sports ca- or a newscaster says someone didn't tell the truth. On their show without saying they didn't tell the truth. Mm-hmm. By saying, well, that was weird. <laughs> but totally put him on. I mean, all this crap that Gates is going through right now with his sex trafficking and all this other paying women, underage women for sexual favors and all this other stuff. And then to say that he and Tucker hung out one time. With one of these girls. With one of those girls. And... He's like, you were there. And Tucker just, like, his face was just like... <laughs> that was so funny. But, um, so, did you did you hear the Matt Gates statement on the Tucker Carlson show? When they asked him, when, when Carlson asked him to explain kind of what was going on. You know, we welcome Matt Gates to the show. Can you, Gates, can you kind of explain? No, you know, I didn't The statement that he gave, he was clearly reading it. It was clearly worded a certain way, like a lawyer would word it, so that he didn't get in trouble. And it was very weird. It was just a very weird statement. And he called them 17-year-old women, and he did that on purpose to try to make it sound like they were older than they were. Sorry, if you're under the age of 18, you're not a woman, you're you're a girl. You're a 17-year-old girl. You're a 17-year-old girl. And he, he talked about ages of consent. Well, none of that shit matters if you take them across state lines and pay them for sex. Well, all that stuff's illegal. If, if, if the age of consent somewhere is 16, you can't go grab a 17-year-old, take them to that state, and go, hey, it's legal now. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> that's not how that works. <laughs> that's, not, that's not how that works. And they have, they got the receipts. They've got a voicemail from Gates's little shady lawyer friend leaving a voicemail on one of these girls' phones. That's and, the one I was telling you about. Yeah, Not the lawyer. He was the guy that was the uh, the tax, tax attorney. Collector. Yeah, he's a tax attorney. And he was a tax collector. Yeah. Had his people wearing badges and guns at the oh tax collector office. And he actually pulled someone over. Oh, my God. <laughs> and tried to flash his little tax assessor badge real fast to make him think he was a cop because he pulled this lady over because he... Because apparently he thought she was speeding. Oh, my God. I'd have been like, send me that badge again. Tax, man, get the hell away from me. I'd have just left. (laughs) But Gates is one of those frat boys that everybody knows. I guarantee you he's raped some girl in college. 100% raped some girl in college. Um, And and tried to say that, that, oh, she was drunk and it was consensual. 100%. That absolutely happened. Because he was taking nude pictures of these girls... That he was taking across state lines and paying for sex and showing them to people in Congress. On the Congress floor. On the Congress floor. Yeah. That is a scumbag. Did you ever go back and hear the, the voicemail from that Greenberg guy? I haven't heard it yet. I haven't heard it yet. But, but oh I my gosh. I that lady talking about, hey, this is your favorite tax collector. And, you know, we're here. I'm here with your favorite congressman, Mr. Gates. And he's like, hey. He's like, hey. So yeah, we well, you know we just want to discuss you know your your uh your your lovely assets and how we know that you're the future of the Democratic Party or something. 
It, it was very creepy. Well, what what cracks me up is the only reason that we know about this is because Matt Gates is trying to get out in front of bad information that or ba- a bad situation that was about to come to light because he has been under investigation for six months for this whole sex trafficking thing. The reason it was about to come out is because somebody tried to extort him about that investigation. Right. The extortion was not what the FBI is looking into. The FBI is looking into the sex trafficking. The extortionist found out about the sex trafficking thing and threatened to tell everybody unless they paid him like $25 million. Yeah. So he decided it was a good idea to go out on these shows and say, hey, I'm being extorted because of this investigation. But now these women are coming out of the woodwork and saying, I've got receipts. Literal receipts because the dumbass used Apple Pay and Cash App to pay these women for sex. And then, and then tried to delete this crap off his phone like it wasn't on the other person's phone. He's he is the dumbest, the dumbest. He he is like he well, wants to be Trump so bad, but he's even stupider than Trump. And they're trying to get Greenberg. Is that his name, Greenberg? I think so. Yeah. To, to flip on him because that Greenberg guy is facing. He was facing thirty-two federal charges. Oh my gosh! And then while he was out on bond. He started up some other shady shit. Oh, uh, trying to get someone to help him make up fake companies to get money from the COVID relief plan that was oh, going the, the to uh, yeah, the, uh, small businesses. Yeah, the, the small business loans. He tried to set that up while he was out and awaiting trial. Oh my God. So now he's on 33 trial. He's, on, he's facing 33 federal charges now. Plus, he's probably going to have to register as a sex offender and then introduce himself to all his neighbors, which is just funny. But when you're facing 33 charges and he's in jail, oh my gosh. he said, you know he's in there trying to figure out ways to try to get out of it. He's, 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 he's going to flip, flip on, on Gates. Gates. He's absolutely going to flip on him. To get some of that crap reduced. Yeah, he's 100% going to flip on him. Gates is going to go to jail. <laughs> the sitting congressman is going to go to jail. It's I just be, felt bad for him be because funny. that one lady was like, well, of course he paid girls for sex. Have you seen him? <laughs> They're not going to do that shit for free. <laughs> and, of course, they had to be underage because no no of-age woman would ever want to touch that. Oh. But um, Marjorie Taylor Greene came out and was in defense of him. Of course. Of course. CrossFit has now disavowed her. I didn't know if you heard about that. After no. that CrossFit video that she posted the other day where she's doing these awful-looking kip-ups and, and doing some powerlifting and everything. Because the way CrossFit works, you have to do these... You, you do these moves and you do them real fast. That's, that's, how you, that's how you get fit in CrossFit. And she was doing the moves, but she wasn't even doing them right. And CrossFit is like, we want nothing to do with her. <laughs> like, she's trying to go, I'm all about CrossFit. And CrossFit's like, we're not all about her. <laughs> Nuts. She is an absolute batshit. She is not on any committees. She has. She's tried to get bills out there. Has no co-sponsors. Like nobody wants to do anything with her. She's going to be a one-term commerce, congressperson because there's already people if running against runs her. Anybody runs against her, yeah. they'll win. She ran unopposed and got seventy-five percent of the vote, which means twenty-five percent of people would rather wrote, vote for a write-in candidate. Anybody, anybody but her. How do you not get 100% of the vote when you're the only candidate? That is awful. That means, it just means there was 25% of the people that were there that already knew about her, and the rest of us are just now learning. Mm. 
Well, she's a carpetbagger. She's not even from Northwest Georgia. And the lady that's running against her is from Northwest Georgia, and I think she's really going to, I think she's going to take over and, and, and take the take the seat. But, um, so the, the Lil Nas X thing, <laughs> we got to talk about it before we go, because this is so funny to me. That's the video. The video, the Montero Call Me By Your Name video, where he's like, goes to hell. And, yeah, he pole dances his way to hell. <laughs> So Lil Nas X is probably one of the smartest people living today because he weaponized Satanic Panic and used it to get the number one streaming song basically in the entire world. He is trolling hard, and it's working for him. Mm-hmm. It is working for him because he knew the Million Moms, all the little Christian groups that were coming out there are going to be like, he's doing what to Satan? We can't have our children doing that. Is that the Old Town Road guy? My kids love that song. What do you mean? Freaking them out. And now all their kids want to listen to him because they're like, no, you can't listen to that. So he knew. Yeah. <laughs> he knew. And <clears throat> he's even come out. And people people have been, like, adding him on Twitter. Like, at Lil Nas X. Like, why would you, you know, aren't you the Old Town Road guy? Why would you, you know, why would you do such a such a terrible song after such a great song that you did before? And he's like... Have you listened to it? It's about adultery and sleeping around. You don't need to be letting your kids listen to Old Town Road. That's on you. <laughs> Look at the lyrics next time. Right. Like I'm not trying to hide anything they just I'm to doing. Chorus and that's that's it. That's right. It's like I'm not trying to hide anything I'm doing. I am out there. I am proud. I am super super gay, and it's your problem, not mine. And I wanted to read something. Oh shoot. I got off of it, um, but you know it. This is this is what happens when gay people are not allowed to be themselves by society. They end up telling society to go f itself, and they just start living their truth. And what he is doing by taking the expectations of saying gay people are going to hell, he said okay. Not only will I go to hell, I'll take over. And what he is doing is he is he is making it okay for little queer boys and little queer girls to be okay with who they are. Because not only are they going to not only are they going to live their truth, they're gonna take over while they're doing it. And that's literally going to save lives because it's going to allow them to feel better about themselves it's going to keep them from being suicidal because of the pressures that are on them so in a lot of ways little Nas X is doing some good work and I fully support it also that video is fabulous you should really watch it <laughs> only part of it I've seen is the part where they had that like country guy talking about it that you oh, showed yeah, me the- <laughs> you're doing all that with Trying to act like he's mad with those shiny abs. <laughs> <laughs> and he's pole dancing to hell and I just can't I just can't stand it. And his and and the lights of hell are, are just reflecting on those those beautiful abs and 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 I'm all hot just thinking about I'm hot because of hell. That's why I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. But but you need to watch the whole video because the whole video is just like this trippy little little hellscape. It's it's just it's great. 
But, um, okay, so we talked about that. We talked about that. Um, Tucker Carlson getting sucked into the Matt Gates thing. We talked about that. that I'm sorry, they said, if so you can't funny. get Tucker Carlson on your side and you're a Republican, you're, you're hosed. hosed. <laughs> <laughs> you are hosed. Um, let's see. What's up? What's up? Possibly moving. We talked about that. Yeah. We're about to have... Some friends come live with us, which is cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Maybe we can convince them to be on our podcast, which would be cool. Maybe. Maybe. We'll have to see. Because. We'll have to let them sit back and listen to one of them and and see if they want to participate. And they may not. And if if they do, they do. And if they don't, they don't. That's fine. Um, But he is going to probably go work where Vaughn works. And she is probably going to work around here as a CNA, which is really cool. And so I'm very proud and I'm very excited to have them come live with us. It's going to be really neat. So, um, oh, talk about the vaccine after effects because I thought that was so weird. So Vaughn has been, Vaughn has been vaccinated with his first COVID vaccine. So tell him what happened the day after. I I was sitting up in the office before I was getting ready to go to work because I'd actually hurt my wrist a couple of nights before that. And it was all better. And I was actually going up to work early enough to go by and see the nurse, let her know everything was good. Go up to there, let bosses know, hey, wrist is good. I'm good to drive tonight. And as I'm sitting up there, I keep turning my head like back behind my behind me real fast. And they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Do you not see those flashing lights?" <laughs> and they're all and like three of them are kind of looking at me like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, "I keep seeing a flashing." I said, "Like right now." I said, in my peripherals, I can see this flashing light over on the right. He said, I said, y'all don't see that. And they're like, no. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. And then when I look back at everybody, the way I was explaining, you know, like when it's hot and you're driving down the road and you can see the heat waves on the road. Mm-hmm. Every person I looked at, I could see heat waves around them. <laughs> It's like they had two or three layers of heat waves coming off of them. Maybe you were actually seeing their auras and you just didn't know it. I don't know. <laughs> but it was it was really weird. And everybody I looked at, and then they were like, okay, you need to sit down for a minute. And my boss was like, he kept looking over at me. He's like, are you okay? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. <laughs> and this other guy that was in there, he goes, let me ask you a question. I was like, what's that? And he goes, did you by chance get your COVID shot yet? And I went, yeah. And he goes, did you get it yesterday maybe? And I kind of looked at him weird. I'm like, uh, yeah. And he goes, same shit happened to me the day after I took mine. I just didn't say anything. I didn't want people to think I was crazy. <laughs> so my boss was like, so you're just going to let him sit over there and talk about this and make it let everybody else think that he's crazy? <laughs> but it was weird. I mean, I just, and like he said, you need to go see the nurse. And we don't have a nurse on site. We have to go over to the processing plant down the road. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not going anywhere right now. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, you don't understand. Let's go get in my truck. I'm taking you to the nurse. <laughs> and while I was there, she was talking about different things. They were checking my blood pressure and all that kind of stuff. And everything was good. And I'm like, I probably should tell you, too, that I took my, I got my first COVID shot yesterday. And she looked at me. She's like, oh. I'm like, what? She goes, why don't you just tell me that? <laughs> she goes, that, that happens to quite a few people. Yeah. Apparently, it's a it's a known side effect. Yeah. But we didn't know. But she said, they did tell you, you know, if that first one messes with me, the second one, I better be careful. Mm-hmm. Which now, reminds me, I'm going to probably, I need to call them because I'm supposed to go take it on the 20th. 
Mm-hmm. You probably need to get it on a, like a Friday or Because that's like a Tuesday or Monday or Tuesday. And I'm going to call and ask them if I can reschedule it for like a Friday. That's a, the, the 20th is a Tuesday because um, because my birthday is the 19th and it's on a Monday. Right. So, yeah. Because I don't want to miss another day. No. So you need to reschedule it for this, a Friday. Because this check I got paid is... I, yeah. I didn't even look and see what it was. I didn't want to know. I don't... Really? Yeah. That's actually more than I was expecting. <laughs> because I worked like one night, then the next night is when I fell and hurt my wrist. So I only worked a partial night. And then I missed the next night because because of my wrist. Mm-hmm. And I was going back to work. And that's when I had the COVID effects. And I missed that night. Yeah. So I was just like... So you, she just kind of mouthed to me how much my check was. And I'm actually surprised because that's more than what I thought it was. <laughs> but it's but okay. I came in this week and I I was trying to bust ass all week to get as much as I could, could get done. And then we had one night where our meal was just completely shut down. So they sent us all home. So I'm hoping I can... Have a, still have a decent check this next week to make up for this last week. You're going to have a real good check this this upcoming week. Because, yeah, because yeah, you've been humping it all week. I'm just, I'm just really glad that we managed to reduce what our weekly bills are. Mm-hmm. And that we have gotten so far ahead on things mm-hmm. that, because, you know, like, you know, we've talked about before how we've set it up to where we're paying our bills every week. Mm-hmm. But we were paying extra on them and getting ahead and getting ahead and getting ahead. So when these screwed up weeks like this happen, we'll just, we're, it we just we can absorb it a little it, better. It was no big deal to go. Okay, we'll just pay bills next week. Yeah, yeah. Because if we wouldn't have gotten ourselves in that position, this would have been a pretty stressful weekend. Yeah, trying to figure out what bills we were going to pay and which bills we weren't going to pay, and honestly, that stimmy money dropping when it did helped out a lot. Right. So, you know, really they could shoot us a little more of that. If they want to do another COVID relief bill, I am totally on board with that. Yeah. <laughs> shoot still, me another check. I still check. want some more relief from COVID. Shoot me a check. <laughs> but that's hopefully, how it was. Remember on South Park, that's how Magic Johnson got rid of AIDS. He just injected himself with money. That's right. <laughs> Give me more money. It'll, it'll cure it. Um, well, um, hopefully if this whole new job thing, well, not new job, but, you know, transfer thing works out. Rolling in the deep, baby. If I make fifteen thousand dollars in a month, honey, you don't have to work. I don't plan on working. <laughs> I've already said if you're making that if you're making that much money or even close to that much money, <laughs> I got me a house bitch. Is I'm a I house got. bitch. <laughs> Guan will be a house bitch quick. That's right. Cooking, cleaning. Shoot, you tell me if I have to get under the table and rub your feet while you're eating dinner, I don't give a damn. Because <laughs> it was. Whew. I told the kids if that happens, all they got to worry about is just keeping their rooms done, and I'll even help out in there. But they don't, nobody will have to do anything else in this house. I'll get the sweeping, the mopping. We, we have such a weird relationship because I'm like I can't stay. Like I'm not built to stay home and be a wife and a mother. I'm just I'm just not like mentally, physically. I'm just not built to do it. I like I enjoy going to work. I enjoy excelling at work. I enjoy. Psycho. Yeah, no, I enjoy the structure. I just like it. Staying at home with the kids, just not something I'm set up to do. Vaughn, on the other hand, is like, shoot, make me a kept woman. I don't even care. (laughs) Make me a kept man. (laughs) 
I mean, I, I, I'll wear the little outfit if I need to. I don't give a shit. A little French maid outfit? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tuck and... <laughs> but I won't have the moose knuckle. <laughs> Your balloon knot. <laughs> All right. Well, we are at... One of our kids is in here, and I, I love it every time that kid walks by because he is the most huggy kid, and I am, I'm a huggy person. I love hugs. And it's like he can... Like he can walk by and just tell if I want a hug, and he'll just stop what he's doing and come give me a hug, and it just you're like you're sometimes like you don't you don't snowman. say it, but you know, but it just I love hugs. He just comes up and does it, and I'm just like, he's a good kid. They're both good kids. I really needed that. I don't know how you could tell I needed yeah. that, but thank you. That's because mom doesn't give you enough hugs. So I don't give you enough hugs because I am not the huggy person. But then this kid is though. It's just sort of an instinct that I have. <laughs> such a great, I know exactly I whenever him. he needs a hug. Yep. All right. So you want to guess at how far we are into our podcast? I know, I know it's over an hour, about an hour and twenty. No, not quite. Not quite. Hour okay. eight. Oh. So I knew we were over an hour. Oh, it would have been an hour twenty if we would have started when we tried to start the first time. But we had a. We had a technical we had a, malfunction again that we again. had to fix. Yeah, but I think we got it fixed this time. I think everything sounds good. If you made it this far in the podcast, thank you for sticking with us this far. For the shades, lounge, rabbit holes, rabbit the, trails, rabbit trails. We may be we may be switching this up a little bit, switching you know. And if if we are, I will give you plenty of notice before we switch from one podcast to the other, so you can go follow that one, and we'll just archive this one and do the new one. And um, you know, we'll we'll see if we can, you know. Get some new followers and get ourselves out there again. So, anyway, thank you for sticking with us this long. We <laughs> love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Bye.